All right. With that, we want to welcome everybody to the Monday edition of Baseball Today. I'm Rose. Ploof is up hobnobbing with all the rich people, the hoity-toities, watching the Niners and Rams, so he's not available, but that's okay because look who we brought in. It's none other than World Series championship Atlanta Braves fan from Mansplain Baseball elsewhere, part of John Boy Media. It's the one and only Ashland. Hello, Ashland. How are you? Hi, I am fantastic. Um, feels good to be a world champion still. Yeah, I know it's it's a very busy day for you. Uh, I heard one of the kids is sick, yes. so we're going to make this quick. We're going to yes. get you on your way. But the big news, it's somebody's birthday today. Don't you don't you dare yeah, think that I didn't know that. Yeah. So, of course you did. Um, I, I knew that because our outstanding producer, Robbie Scirocco, texted me. He's like, hey, by the way, it's Ashlyn's birthday. Make sure you wish her a happy birthday. So everybody that's in the chat, wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> Let Ashlyn know how much we love her. We respect her. We're entertained by her and all that sort of stuff. What are you doing for your big day? Uh, working. It's not exciting, I mean, Ashlyn. That's kind of it. I dyed my hair black. That was my birthday present to myself. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on here? I mean, I'm not used to the yeah. jet black. Um, why why yeah, we do it's this? It's very uh, like normal. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. It's just good for a while, I guess. We'll see. It probably won't last long, I'm going to be honest. It's a little it's a little okay. too tame. Okay. All right. Well, we're here uh, to enjoy your birthday and to enjoy the baseball party that is because we have our first major official signing of the offseason. I know Andrew Heaney signed with one yes. year and eight and a half mil for the Dodgers, but this is big news. We got a multi-year deal that has actually reportedly taken place. Eduardo Rodriguez leaves the Boston Red Sox. He signs with the Detroit Tigers for five years in between 77 and 80 mil. Now, the big question, is it too soon in the Tigers' uh, rebuilt era for them to go out and shell out this kind of money, or do you like the move? I like it. It it might be a little too early, in my opinion. But if they're going to go for it, now they got to go for it. I mean, it can't just be this. Like, I, we're going to have to see Carlos Correa in a Tigers uniform next year. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to see no, something. So, yeah. So that's, that is the thought. It's, you know, is it the first bullet that's going to be fired by this team? We know they've got a really good farm system, easily top 10. You know, Torkelson and Green on the on the position player side feel like they're very close, if not ready, by some point in 2022. You know, the question is, is that young pitching, which all came up, you know, Mize and Scooball, both they led the Tigers in innings pitch last year. Manning came up and got his brains beat in occasionally, but those are their top three players in the organization pitching wise the question mm -hmm. is now does adding a guy like eduardo rodriguez close the gap between the white Sox and the tigers enough to make it interesting if you go get a carlos correa and maybe one other big name pitcher yeah i mean it could it they they were even better this past year than i kind of expected them to be mm -hmm. so making a few big but good moves like that could I don't know. Could make it really interesting for us. We'll see. You know what? I it's like time. it. And at a time in an era where, um, according to Scott Boros, at least half the teams don't give a damn about winning. Uh, this could be fun. I saw. I saw your eye roll. 
I saw your eye mm-hmm. roll. Don't worry about him. He's just, he's so much lip service, but I do agree with him in terms of the competitive issue that not enough teams have been given a shit. Yes. And I like it that the Tigers are saying, you know what? Yes. We're ready to go spend. We owe it to our fans. We feel like we made a major step forward and this is a good move for, by them. Right. I like it. I, I'm, I'm excited for any moves. So, hey. Yes, it is all good. All right. Today kicks off awards week. Uh, so we started off with uh, AL and NL rookie of the year. Uh, in the American League, you got a pair of Rays, uh, Rosa Reina and uh, Wander Franco and Luis Garcia, the outstanding right-hander for the Houston Astros. They're up for the award. Give me a winner in the AL and why. Um. I think it's got to be Randy because, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's played a million years to still be rookie of the year, but I don't know. Whatever. That's fine. But I just, there was a lot of uh, fanfare around Wander, rightfully so. And he did great when he came up. Luis Garcia has been phenomenal all year long. I know in postseason he had a little hiccups here and there, but he's been to watch but to me randy's just a step above both of them i don't know the kid's just really good yeah uh i would say borderline great uh 2020 season homers steals just the 11th rookie to ever do that uh five of the previous 10 walked away with their respective league rookie of the year honor i expect him to do it as well and in fact mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to be close i know wander franco had what that yeah. 43 game consecutive on base streak Right, uh, but but the power numbers weren't there to compare to a Rosarena. I I think he's going to be the guy. I think it's pretty simple. So I agree. Um, in the National League, you've got uh, Jonathan India, Trevor Rogers, uh, and then Carlson for the Cardinals. Which direction are you going there? India, because. Well, just because I don't have a good, I can't because he's a company man, because he's pretty to look at and because he's good at baseball. Those are all very analytical answers. Yeah, I think you, I think you pretty much summarized it. (laughs) Uh, This was a different team when they moved Jonathan India into the leadoff role. Uh, You know, he got on base at a very consistent clip. In fact, he led all rookies in on base percentage. Um, you know, he's a guy that was a, a difference maker. He wasn't overwhelmed by the moment. He fit right into that Reds lineup. And for about two-thirds of the year, we really thought that the Reds were a really solid playoff team because that lineup had kind of turned the corner from 2020 to 2021. And he was a big part uh, of the reason why. So, um, you know, he led all rookies in games played, runs scored, on-base percentage, doubles, walks. Uh, I think he walks away with this award. I don't think it's going to be particularly close in the National League. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I agree, which is Um, good for us. I hope he wears his John Boy hat when he accepts. Yes, I think that would be a great idea. Throw on a Rose Rotation t-shirt if you want to. It's it's perfectly fine, Jonathan. You can go do your thing. Um, There you go. So we will not be on tomorrow. Baseball Today will return Wednesday, which means that we will also know the AL and NL manager of the year. Uh, the AL nominees, Dusty, Kevin Cash, Scott Service. Who are you going with there? Dusty, absolutely. 
why is that? Re- let's remember that all these awards are voted on before the postseason starts. So why are you going dusty? Because the Astros were still the best in the postseason or the regular season of all those teams. That team was phenomenal. And Dusty came in and knew the situation he was walking into in 20 and 21 with those guys and has been nothing but like a backbone and a great influence. And he he loves that team and that team loves him. And I'm really glad they brought him back for another year. If you take the postseason out of it, the Astros still were phenomenal all year long. And Dusty Baker is a big part of that. He is. Uh, there's no question. I, I'll i be honest with you. I am shocked that Charlie Montoya of the Blue Jays is not up for this. You know, they finished just a game out of the playoff chase. So why Scott Service as opposed to Charlie Montoya, whose team started the year in Dunedin, Florida, playing their home games. Then they moved to Buffalo to go play their home games. Then they moved to Toronto to play their home games. They still have a very young roster, and they were in it until the very last day of the season. I am shocked that he's not among the top three. If I had a vote, that's who I would have voted for. I suppose out of these three, I'll actually go with Kevin Cash. Uh, People say, well, hold on. He had a World Series team the year before, and you're voting for him. Well, let's remember what happened to this team. Charlie Morton left. They traded Blake Snell. They had Tyler Glass now for half a year. And he still pieced it together and still ended up getting the number one seed in the American League. To me, that's a manager who knows how to push all the right buttons. Uh, They know how to manage their players. So out of these three, I would say it's cash. But for me, it's Charlie Montoya. I think think the voters whiffed on this one. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I'm moving on. Um, Over in the National League, Craig Council, (laughs) Gabe Kapler, or the fired Mike Schilt? That's so funny to me. Um, It's Gabe Kapler for sure. Nobody expected the Giants to do half of what they did. And he just helped that team put together a phenomenal season. So to me, it's him and it's far and away Gabe, like not even close. Yeah, I I think this one's pretty easy. In fact, if this is not a unanimous vote, I think there should be an investigation. Craig Council did a solid job, but uh, <laughs> in a really crappy division, I thought, that kind of underwhelmed. Um, they were the lead dog pretty much from the onset, it felt like, and, and ran away with it there. Mike Schilt, uh, whatever happened, happened behind the scenes. Yes, they had that 17-game winning streak. Uh, other than that, what else happened with St. Louis? Okay, yeah, they had an amazing run to get into the playoffs, but they eke their way in and that was it I I don't know I didn't I thought St. Louis was just okay I thought they maybe underperformed for most of the season uh and then they go on this ridiculous winning streak which Schilt and those players should get credit for but I don't know we don't need to talk about this one much because Gabe Kapler is running away with it oh we lost Ashland there she is again you back you back with us girl yes I'm here I never oh. really left, I don't think. Oh, it just okay. th- slowed you down a little bit. But I'm here, right. and I agree. Nothing exciting really happened with St. Louis. I mean, yes, the games don't come for me, card fans. But other than that, what did you do? <laughs> other than the three weeks where you didn't lose, tell me about it. So, um, all right, real yeah, quickly yeah. on this one. You can't win manager of the year if they fired you. I'm sorry. 
I know. It's kind of weird. That would be great, though, if he accepted it with no logo behind him. <laughs> I am Mike Schilt, your <laughs> unemployed manager yeah. of the year. Congratulations. Um, so which of the eight award categories will be closest? Two in each league for rookie of the year, manager, Cy Young, or MVP? Which of those eight is going to be the tightest race? I, I, I think Cy Young, I guess. In, because in which league? the other ones aren't close at all to me. And I can see an argument for almost all the guys who were nominated for Cy Young's this year. So I guess that's going to be the closest to me. Yeah. I think in the NL in particular, it's going to be really tight. I mean, I think if Corbin Burns ends up getting it, but I think those other two guys that are up for it um, be a tough argument. But for me, it's going to be the NL MVP award in part because nobody made the playoffs. And I know the same can be said in the American league, but I think Otani is such an outlier with what happened with him that he's going to run right. away and, and be a winner in that category. So for me, do you go with Bryce Harper, whose team was really the only one still in contention over the last two weeks? Do you go with Fernando Tatis, who put up ridiculous numbers, even though he missed like 30 games? Or do you go with Juan Soto, who was on a terrible team in Washington, but had the best second half of basically anybody out there? Um, so there's a lot for the voters to kind of peel through here. I think eventually they're going to go with Harper uh, because – he did keep Philly in it until the last week. I don't know if that's the right way to vote, but I think that that's the direction they're going to go. If you had a vote for NL MVP, mm -hmm. which of those three would you cast it for? Uh, probably Harper. Is that because you're, that's your child's name? I think, I think we may have lost Ashlyn now. I think it's possible. Well, hopefully we'll get her back. There is one last thing I wanted to hit on for everybody listening out there, and you can throw this in the chat too. Carlos Correa, don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but he took off Houston Astros shortstop in the description of his Twitter handle. Big deal or no? For me, it absolutely isn't. Because the guy isn't a Houston Astros shortstop anymore. He's a free agent shortstop. He should put that in. He should actually put in the title, Carlos Correa, free agent shortstop, will go to the highest bidder that makes me happiest. That's that's the way you do things. It's very simple. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think he's pissed at the Astros. I don't think he cares that they lowballed him in their for, first offer or their second offer or whatever offer it was. I just think he's out there playing the game which is when you become a free agent in any sport, that's the first thing you do is you make sure everybody on social media knows that you are a free agent. You have no more allegiance to a team or a city until somebody signs you. And oh, by the way, if the Astros and Correa s somehow get a deal, which I don't think they will, uh, they're going to end up, uh, he'll end up putting Houston Astros shortstop back on his Twitter handle. Very simple. It's no big deal. All right, uh, real quickly, let's go over what we got coming up on John Boy Media. Uh, this show will be coming your way Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the offseason. We expect Plouffe back with us on Wednesday, unless he's off taking private jets with more rich people out of the Los Angeles area to parts whereabout unknown. Uh, and then with the Rose rotation, uh, the Tristan McKenzie episode is still available. Go watch that one. They'll bring a smile to your face. This coming week, we've got Mitch Hanniger of the Seattle Mariners. 
And later today, we are taping a very special Rose Rotation episode. It is the free agent fantasy draft show. I'll be joined by three very special guests, including an active ball player. And what we're going to do, it's like a fantasy football draft where we have a snake draft. We pick free agents out there. We find either new or old homes for them. There's a point system awarded based on where they go, uh, how many awards they've won. If we nail the number of years on the deal, it's a really fun show. And that's going to be coming out for you on Thanksgiving week. But that's going to do it for us today on Baseball Today. Uh, birthday shout out for our girl, Ashlyn, who obviously had some Wi-Fi issues. But that's okay. That sort of stuff happens in the world of technology. I'm Chris Rose. We'll see you next time here on Baseball Today, a big-time part of John Boy Media. Peace!